It's your boy Tommy via Raw Sex, and we're gonna jump right into it. And um, I'm gonna do this review to this video. I want you guys to hear what happens here. You know, I've talked to you guys about Cynthia G before, uh, Doctor Umar Johnson. I've talked about him before as well. Doctor Umar Johnson um, sits down on a panel that also involves Cynthia G. Now, before we go any further, I want you know what? Hmm. You know, no, nah, I ain't gonna put no biases in y'all heart before y'all hear it. Let, let, let me let y'all hear it, right? Recently, Dr. Umar Johnson and Cynthia Oh, Z. before I go any further, shout out to the brother O'Shea Duke Jackson. This is his video. I'm reviewing his video. Yeah, I'm being lazy. All right, let's go. Participated in the panel of five. So he did all the legwork. <laughs> and the host was Tammy Mack. And the name of the show was called Is There a War Against Black Men? Now, the two people that I really want to consider. Dr. Umar Johnson and Cynthia G. Both of these people um, are supposed to be from what we consider the pro-black community. Dr. Umar Johnson, uh, from in my estimation, is definitely hardcore Pan-African. Cynthia G. had some roots in pro-black ideology, uh, but deferred into something different as her YouTube career went along. But Cynthia G. blames everything. Uh, as far as the failure of the black community on African-American men. And what I would like to do is to play um, her particular point of view in the conversation. And then y'all be patient. That, he talked real slow. Come on, O'Shea, get, get to Umar it. Johnson's conversation. G, white supremacy, does it exist in your world? Absolutely. And has it affected black men? Absolutely, it exists. And black men have worked in tandem with white supremacy since they've become in contact with it. We have now let's just stop her right there. We have worked in tandem with white supremacy since we've come in contact with it. So to make that very simplified for the simple minds, what she's basically saying is that black men and white supremacy have worked together. Black men, you know, the main ones who are being lynched, the main ones who get killed by the police to this day. Last time I checked, it was Rodney King, not Rodney Queen. That was getting beat up in L.A. that started the 92 riots. Yeah, black men, you know, the ones who get locked up and they're now now the veil is being lifted. And we're starting to see a lot of those black men back in the 60s, 70s, 80s and 90s who were screaming, I'm innocent. I didn't do it. Really, we're actually innocent. We're the ones who work with white supremacy, not the black women who helped and aided and abetted in getting rid of the black man from his household. Through things like welfare, child support, Section 8, things like that. Not the black women who feel the need to bleach their skin and go put in blonde. I ain't ever seen no black man walk around no blonde straight weave in his head. You know what I'm saying? In blue contacts. Not, not, no, not them. Just the black man who has literally been the main victim. And we don't even get the chance to cry about it and play victim of white supremacy. We haven't got a chance to heal from white supremacy because we were ushered directly into the working class because we had no choice but to get some money because that was the only way to get our woman who was reliant on welfare, Section 8, and food stamps for the longest time. And as long as she didn't have the black man in her house, y'all don't hear me though, but we're the ones that were working tandem with white supremacy. You know, because we were the ones who literally left our children at home to go raise white kids during the 20s, 30s, 40s. You know, the word mammy, you know, I never heard of the word daddy or pappy. We weren't the one that were leaving our black kids at home who were being molested, raped and all kind of things. Yes, I'll take credit for that as far as the black men go. While you were out raising the white boy, putting your, your black 
your black breasts in the white boy's mouth. Since you want to talk about the past and people who aren't here anymore. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it was us. You know, because Martin Luther King was a black woman. Malcolm, Matthew, I ain't going to say that because he finna say it for me. This is why I say in the black community, we have very disingenuous, very dishonest discussions, especially when it when it's regarding black men, because we do. We have very dis- disingenuous discussions when regarding black men. You mean the same black men who have proven actually statistics show that we're the best fathers out here right now. You still keep calling us deadbeat dad and saying that we leave our kids and go get milk and never come back home. You mean that black man that we're that we still even though there are, and I don't know where you live, but where I live in Atlanta, you do see more black men that are from black communities going to college rather than turning to the streets. That street crowd is getting smaller and smaller and smaller, but yet we still look at the black man like a thug. But the black woman who we let do whatever she wants to do, she punches a cop in the face and we say, hey, that cop shouldn't have hit her back. She goes out there and she gets as many black men killed as she wants to and nobody says anything to her. Let's keep it real. It's not just black women, but women right now have the most disingenuine conversation that's why you think that you can be a hoe and you go watch fresh and fit man and just you'll see how delusional the modern woman period is where they really think all these different things and we're not gonna get into that but the disingenuine conversations about black men because we lie to black men and tell them that they're just doing just fine and nothing's wrong with them no when black men are beat down every single day where you can have a channel cynthia g where you literally promote aborting all black male babies and nobody says anything to you but when kevin samuel said hey black woman get fit get married stop dating these guys who have nothing for you we literally allowed black women to destroy him even through his death but nobody says anything to you nobody wishes death on you Nobody, well, I ain't saying nobody, but majority of it would not be allowed. But the disingenuous conversation is about black men. Now, here's what she, here's what she says next. We have a black male worshiping culture. We have a black male worshiping culture. You mean the same black male worshiping culture that will literally uplift a black woman who has three, four kids and call her a queen, even though she wearing weave, got three, four kids, treats everybody like crap, don't speak proper and lives a very mediocre life. If a black man lived a mediocre life, we call him a bum who never is going to be anything. You mean that black male worshiping culture? Or is it a black male worshiping culture that only uplifts our dysfunctional black males and puts down our successful black men and calls them white and completely shatters their identity as a black man? Because to be a black man, you got to talk like this, y'all. Because those are the black men that most of your sisters, Cynthia G, go for and uplift. You mean that black male worshiping culture? Or you mean the black male worshiping culture that has a whole bunch of programs and get backs and all kind of give backs and things like knickknacks for only black women. That black male worshiping culture. Huh. So what we do within that culture and Umar Johnson is showing it today is absolve black men from any accountability for what they've done. Number one, we would. I'm sorry, and I love black women, I really do, but I, I'm for at least the next decade, I don't think any black woman should be able to, allowed to use the word accountability in reference to black men. I'm sorry. You guys have shown the biggest lack of accountability I think I've seen out of any group. I really think y'all are neck and neck with the LGBT as far as a lack of accountability. Do you want me to name a lot of examples? Huh? 
you want to talk about how you guys are getting on Tiffany Haddish right now, but you had no problem with these millions of black women that we see twerking on kids every day. Smoking. How many videos do you want me to show you of, of, of black women smoking and drinking with children? Letting black boys hump on her. Little black boys, little five-year-old boys hump her on the butt and squeeze her booty. Grown black woman. And no, nobody talks about it. Let's talk about how it took two videos for y'all to label all white women Karens. But how many times have we seen black women act up in the store? But if I say black women do this or black women do that, don't generalize them. Sounds like a lack of accountability to me. But we could keep going, but I'm not going to do that because I want to get through this video. Be in a system of white supremacy had it not been for black men. So if you want to go off... Now she's blaming us for white supremacy, saying that we wouldn't have been in white supremacy if it wasn't for black men. Now, to a certain extent, I'll give her some credit on that. It was black men who sold, well, to our knowledge, that's what we were told, at least. We have never seen the thing, the fingerprints of this, actually. Isn't that funny? We've never seen the fingerprints, truthfully. I haven't. I mean, if you have, educate me and enlighten me. But I've never seen the fingerprints that show proof that it was black men of the Israelite lineage that sold what we now call African-Americans and even Jamaicans and Haitians and this, that, and the third into slavery. All the way back to history, then let's go back to history when black men were selling their own people into white supremacy. Let's go back into history when 16 years off the plantation, black men weren't worried. Let's talk about black men who haven't been alive for over hundreds of years. Let's talk about those black men. Let's talk about the black men that we don't even know their name. Why are you sitting there talking about them? Oh, but isn't black women the main one out of both sides of black people who like to contact their ancestors? And I'm doing all this spiritual stuff to get in contact with my ancestors. Cynthia, you better watch out. Your sisters love to talk to these so-called black men who sold us into white supremacy. About a, a war being waged on them. They were worried about getting access to, to white women. That's what you were wor worried about. And, and that's the root of everything that's wrong with Cynthia G. She wants to go back to the white woman thing. She just exposed herself. You go watch any video of Cynthia G. You know how she starts it off? You know what you know what the intro to Cynthia G's show is? Go watch it. Mark my words. Tell me I'm lying. Um, it's a clip of a white woman explaining to a black man that they don't check for us. And no matter what she's talking about, she puts this clip in the video. That's the root of Cynthia G and a lot of black women who have a disdain or some type of problem or issue with black men. It comes back down to white women. She thinks that we sold black people in the mind you now. Here's what's funny now. Now here's what, now let's let's just go off the history that we've been told, right? So the first of all, the black men that you claim sold black people into slavery, they didn't go into slavery with us, dummy. They stayed in Africa, a place full of black women. But you say that we sold black people into slavery and into white supremacy so we could get with white women. So was that a fair exchange? So we sold what Harriet Tubman and all them people into slavery so we could have sex with white women? Ma'am, I, I, you know, that shows a lack of accountability right there. Because if, if you ask me, you shouldn't be so open to say something like that. You tell me black women have been that terrible for that long? That we've been trying to get away from them so bad that we would sell a whole wave of people into slavery? Oh, Lord have mercy. I thought it just got bad about 10 years ago. But according to her, black women have been so terrible for... What that's what 500 years at this point, 400, 500 years ago that we've been trying to get rid of them since we was in Africa on the West Coast of Africa. I'm just that's what she said. I'm not saying that. That's what she told me because she was there. I wasn't there. It's interesting 
there's a reason why I feel like Umar focused mostly on me and Hope's attitudes, and it's because he can't accurately answer the question. He mentioned names, not accomplishments. And the reason being is because- well, I think Umar he mentioned those names specifically because those the, the accomplishments of those people don't have to be explained. Exactly. Right, but those accomplishments are also accomplishments that I've heard Umar Johnson speak negatively about, specifically the civil rights movement and how damaging it was to Black people. But now he wants to sit here and say the very people who accomplished that were accomplishing something beneficial when, in his own opinion, that wasn't beneficial and did more harm to the community than good. So I think that because we're having such a... Well, let's be clear, Cynthia G. Those men that you're referring to, if it wasn't for the fight that they put up through God and God's salvation and his mercy on his people, the Israelites, some of the Israelites at least... You wouldn't be able to talk the way you talk, ma'am. And you wouldn't be able to wear this silky weave that you consistently wear on your head every day. You know, the same silky weave that does not provide any type of reference to your natural texture. The most unique hair texture in the world, actually. You know, so you, you wouldn't be able to do any of these things. Talk the way you talk, make money, sitting there disrespecting black men, literally calling for black men's genocide. I've never heard Kevin Samuels say we need to get rid of all black women. Actually, Kevin Samuels was an advocate of black women, if you really think deeply about it. He wanted you to have access to good quality black men, and he was trying to show you how to do it. You just didn't like the way it came off. But how else could you get a group of people who have literally went their own way back onto some type of, or at least I didn't even say back, but on to a, a new infrastructure and alignment with what they claim to want. It's not going to be pretty. This honest discussion where black men don't know, don't want to take accountability for what they've done. They want to be the victims of society, but then they want submission from the women. The bottom line is I'm not willing to. Black men want to be the victims of society. Oh gosh. It's like, it's so crazy when you hear someone accuse you of something that they literally do. Have y'all ever had happen in your personal lives? Black men are the ones that want to be the victim? Really? Yee. I'm not even going to go there because I don't want to come off disrespectful. And I told God before I did this episode, I said, I'm going to try not to be disrespectful. ...from the fact that, number one, black men are the greatest non-white contributors to white supremacy. We've already, we've already done debunked that, and we could sit here for the next hour debunking that. That black men are the greatest non-what? Are you talking about the—you're not referring to black men, the group who are literally trying to beg you just to smile. Just be a little bit more feminine so we can marry you. We're not we're not going to just write you off completely. Meanwhile, there's black women like divest. Leave these black men behind. Go get you a white man. Are you serious? We're the biggest ones. I'm not even going to talk about what black women were or weren't doing in the 70s, taking Section 8 and kicking the black men out of his house. And I'm not I ain't even going to talk about that because them women ain't here no more. And I don't want to hold people responsible in their in their plight of ignorance because we all was probably very ignorant back then. And you talk about my dad and my mom and my grandma and some most stuff, even though my family's not from here. But still, nonetheless, the mentality was worldwide. And the thing about it is, like, let's just talk about right now. Right now, who is trying to run towards the white race? Who is out here call, Who is out here using our trauma to make money? 
Who is we? You don't see black men making little groups and you like Black Lives Matter and then finding out that they're spending all the donation money on mansions. You don't see black men out here. Mm, let's talk about it. You don't see black men out here like, yeah, leave the black woman behind. Go get you. A, let's uh, start to try to convince our, our girls to uh, abort all black female babies. You're the ones that's trying to do divesting and things like that. You're the ones out here trying to bleach your skins. You're the ones out here dressing up and trying to wear hair like the white woman and try to keep up with the white woman. You're the one that's you're the one that's doing these things. What are you talking about? Uh, white supremacy and all this other stuff. Like you need to just keep that out of your mouth when you're the you are the worst thing in the black community right now, Cynthia. You specifically and anyone who talks like you, you don't have any solutions besides get rid of black men. You don't want to level things. At least black men, you could say, oh, the red pill community and the black manosphere and Kevin Samuels fans are detrimental. But at the end of the day, at least they're trying to level with you. At least they're trying to say, hey, we're not going to just walk away. But here's something that we want. And here's something that we'll give you. And here's something that we've been giving you in case you are ungrateful to ungrateful to notice. They could have just said, you know what? Y'all don't want to smile. You want to wear a weave? You want to fight? You want to hit me? You want to talk down to me? You want to emasculate me in front of the kids? You want to uh, use me for money or tell me I ain't nothing if I don't make a sign? Well, fine. We'll just go get with the girls who, who don't really care about none of that. We'll just leave you. But most black men are not preaching that. Actually, if you listen to the black manosphere, they're trying to get with you. They're trying to give you a chance. They're trying to give themselves a chance when you think deeply about it. Truthfully. It ain't just about us feeling so high and mighty like we're giving a black girl a chance. We're trying to give each other a chance. We're trying to give each other a chance. Talking about the so-called passport bros. Most of them are going overseas to find other types of black women. They so they they so in love with black women. They could go get an Asian or a Spanish girl. And they're like, I'm going to go to Brazil for black women. I'm going to go to these other countries to find other types of black women. You right here in America running toward a white man as soon as a black man don't find you attractive. And you talk about it openly. We talk about it openly. We get called coons. Oh, you're gay. Must have a little penis. You must hate your mom. You must didn't have no dad. Oh, look at the conquered bullet bag black man. Y'all call us bucks. Y'all use the same words that white supremacists use to insult us when you're mad at us. The same words the Ku Klux Klan and, and all the Jim Crow carriers and all these white men used to use to disrespect not just black men, but black people. It's the same words that Cynthia G and her followers use to describe us now that they're angry with us because a few of us have ran to the white woman. Mm. But you don't want to acknowledge that. Talk about a lack of accountability, sister. And to think that I would even call you a sister when you literally push for the genocide of black men. Let's just be real. White supremacy couldn't even exist without black men's compliance. They're always uplifting white. The black man. The, Lord have mercy. The biracial children and trying to assimilate. And that's why I went back to the notion of the only time. How can you wear silky hair on your head and use the word assimilate in reference to black people going with what white people are doing? You are now practicing new age stuff. Where'd you learn that from, black woman? You used to be Christian or Muslim. Now you're doing new age stuff. Who taught you that? Talk about assimilate. Let's talk about it. You're trying to run to Chad. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about how who's assimilating. What are you talking about? When I look around, I see you, you trying to fit in with the white culture. 
We have uplifted and maintained the black culture, if anything, on this side. We kept the Afro around. We kept the cornrows relevant when you was trying to cover them up. If it wasn't for the black man, black identity would have been shattered a long time ago. And I ain't even talking this ghetto stuff. I'm talking about us in our most progressive form. Honestly, and the black women who follow behind us or at least stand next to us or imitate what we are doing. men truly feel like there's a war against them is when they feel like they're they're being punished for something white men do at the end all right so you heard cynthia g's yeah, heard position there which pretty much says that black men are responsible um for the failure of the black community um, which i won't sit here and say that we do not play a big role as black men in the failure of the black community but to completely push it onto us not talk about a resolution and completely remove yourself from the equation and what you have become today you are responsible for what you and your group of generation or black women have done and at the end of the day you guys are the ones upholding these same things these stigmas that you're speaking on Let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? But I won't act like, you know, the black exploitation films and hip hop and things like that and this drill rap and the thug culture has not. But guess what? At the end of the day, and I tell this and I'll say it and I'll stand on it. I'm going to keep it one thou wow. If it, if yes, black men have to take responsibility for joining in all these gangs and all this thugged out stuff. But black women have to take responsibility for validating it and making us feel like it was OK to do. When you was when you was pushing down the black Henry to go for for the future, you was pushing down Russ. Now you want Russ after you done had a baby with Future, you've been ran through by uh, Future. That's who you grew up promoting. You you made us feel like if we wasn't like that, we had no chance with you. We didn't want to go run to the white women for the longest time. Majority, of, I don't care what no black women tell you. Majority of black women are not checking for white women, bro. Not to marry them and go start a family with them. It's not a majority thing. It's not. OK, like point blank period. Most black men, even statistics show this, they, they, you know, black women love statistics when they benefit them in a conversation. Show that most black men actually marry black women, period. And they can say well, that's the only person that wants you. OK, fine. It don't matter. All right. But we're still here either way it goes. And it don't look like we're really going anywhere anytime soon. Clearly, that's why you have a bunch of podcasts about you. I love to talk about some why the black man go to podcast, not therapy. You better hope we don't stop doing podcasts and go to therapy. That'll be the day we walk away from you. Because if we go to therapy right now and we talk about you to a therapist, especially a non-black therapist, and we don't mention black women or black, we just tell them what we've been dealing with our whole life. They would a therapist would tell us to get the heck away from you. If I went to any therapist right now and I just talked about the traumas I personally even have from black women, not even from dating y'all, because I don't have trauma, too many traumas, at least from dating y'all, more so just from regular experiences. I guarantee you, and I didn't say black women, I just talk about it like it was a group. Of, they'd say, well, this group of people you keep talking about, it's not like you need to get away from them. You need to find other friends. You need to find other groups of people to find affirmation from or, or to, to turn to or whatever like that, because this group of people that you keep talking about sound like they've literally destroyed your life. It sounds like that's the only thing holding you back. So you don't want us to turn from the podcast to go to the to the therapist. The podcasts are there hoping that you guys listen and say, dang, OK, OK. All right. Maybe we can at least start doing this and stop doing that. 
Because these things are technically detrimental, not only to the black man, not only to black love, not only to black families, but literally to just simply ourselves. And in the long run, when we do decide we're tired of it and we go run towards the white woman or just stay by ourselves or these other brothers is going gay or being trans or whatever they are doing. Guess who's good. Guess who all this is going to affect you. I just I told you guys about that poster the UN made where they had everybody in there in love with somebody and they had a black woman standing there hugging herself. The, the UN, United Nations, literally made a poster and they put all kinds of people, old people, white people, black people, Spanish people, Asian people, and every single person had somebody and they put the black woman literally standing by herself, hugging herself. Everybody else had a partner. Everybody sees this inside of you. Why do you think they keep making all these movies and shows that promote y'all being by yourselves? Yeah, you got the money, you got degrees, but nobody wants you. And we're trying to help you. That's it. Because we actually care. See, when you got mad at us, you said F them. God forgive me, but I, that's that's basically what they said, Lord. You you said forget them. You said leave them behind. They're conquered. They're dusties. Remember that? They're bullet bags. And even through that, we still love you. Now, I want you guys to pay attention to how Dr. Umar Johnson talks to someone who literally calls us dusties, bullet bags, bucks, makes fun of us, talks about what we went, makes fun of what black men went through in the civil rights movement and slavery and even openly, publicly calls for the genocide of all black men. Watch how he speaks to this woman. Watch the words he uses. He doesn't call her out of her name. Listen to how he speaks to her. They are the ones that push white supremacy. Now, Dr. Umar Johnson responds in kind um, in a sort of, I won't say a rant, but basically defending black men upon those allegations that Cynthia G has laid out. Let me go ahead and play that, and then I'll come back and discuss. So let's find out. Dr. Umar, what have black men done? Well, number one, again, I think that it is such a shame coming from a psychological perspective that we seek to heal our wounds as a people by relying on unprofessional testimony by individuals who have a vendetta mm. against the opposite gender in their community. When you hear Sister Cynthia speak, you can hear a hurt and a pain and a hatred towards Black men. We cannot find an effective solution to black male-female relationship issues or the oppression of black men or black women when the people at the table having the conversation have uh, emotional, negative, emotional, and pathological interest in the conversation that are not... Umar, the question wasn't about my emotional state. The question was, what did black men do in response to their disenfranchisement? Yeah, because because you're trying to pathologize... But see, they don't like when it's done to them. But don't black women try to dis uh, kill the credibility or um, talk about the person that's speaking rather than listen to the message? Then they do that, Kevin Samuels. Well, he's been married twice. I think he's gay. Uh, does, does he even is he even a licensed psychologist? Don't they do that? Don't they do it to us? As soon as we say something, they don't listen to the point, right? What's the first thing you when you speak about black women? Even when you say it in a calm voice and you just say, "Hey, you know, this is just my issues with black women or whatever." Oh, your mama black. Oh, your daddy must left you. Oh, you must be gay. Oh, who hurt you? Right? They don't ever want to hear the message. They want to talk about the messenger, and that's what he just did. And now she don't like it. She don't like it. She don't like it. I'm not. A t I'm not even trying to go tit for tat. Like, oh, y'all don't like what we do to y'all. But I just want you guys to open your eyes. See, that goes back to that lack of accountability that I talk about. Because you can never see the wrongs that you do, and you don't like when the wrongs are done to you. But you do the same thing to people.
And if you just stop, you might be able to get somewhere because you say, dang, well, I don't want to do to people what I don't want them to do to me. In the Bible, it talks about don't judge others because especially not without having mercy, because then that's how God going to judge you. Do unto others how you want to do to you is one of the most basic golden rules in life. It's in the Bible. It's in the Buddhist culture. It's in I believe it's in the Muslim culture. It's in regular new age teachings, karma, all these things. And now you don't realize that a lot of what you're getting is what you've put out. You've put out that energy. You know what I'm saying? And 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 for for the black man to hear the crazy insane things that we hear from black women that you don't hear black men openly saying to black women as openly as you hear these black women saying it to us and to still keep running towards them and keep loving them and keep defending them even to other black men, the Tommy Sotomayors, the Kevin Samuels, guys like myself, it just shows the difference in the compassion and who's actually the nourishing, excuse me, nurturing group of people here. Where we can overlook these things. Who really has God in them? We don't even call ourselves God. They call themselves gods. But really, that's what God is. God is a loving person. He doesn't hold these things against you. Like you hold things against us to the point where you're bringing up who sold who into slavery. In 2022, you're talking about your argument is based on who sold who into slavery. How are we supposed to get anywhere? How, look, what, look what, what can we do to those brothers? We can't kill them. We can't bring them into the uh, social court. They're dead, Cynthia G. They're dead. They've been dead for over 400, maybe 500 some years. You know what I'm saying? But we could talk about what's going on right now. But you don't, you don't want to talk about that. You just want to. It's black man, black man, black man, black man, black man. Us black women, we're perfect. We've done nothing. We've done nothing wrong. And every single black man I've heard on these podcasts that y'all love to make fun of, from the Dr. Umar Johnsons, to the Tommy Sotomayors, to the Kevin Samuels, to the O'Shea Duke Jacksons, to the good brother over there at Mediocre Tutorials and Reviews, to the Stephis Colts, to myself, to whoever, small, big, large, grande, small, it don't matter, has all took accountability. And every single last one of us have stated openly that, yes, the black man plays a huge role. And what's going on in our community. Now what can we do to stop it? We've all openly spoke out about it. I've told gang members. Y'all are grown. Following behind the structure that was created by 10 and 11 year olds. Tukey was 11, 12 years old. When he created a reputation that made y'all respect him. Pimps. The pimp culture is disgusting. Rap music has become disgusting. And who's the one mainly upholding black music? I mean, rap music. Yeah, black. We call it black music. The black man. We will openly say these things. Can you openly talk about what you did, though? And matter of fact, not even what you did. Let's talk about what you're doing. Let's talk about what you're doing. Emotional statement. That I'm a psychologist, too. But what you're not doing is telling us what black men did. I believe he'll get there, Dr. Omar. Dr. Omar. And before he even goes further, shout out to this black woman who's playing a good mediator in the middle of this whole panel, which, in my opinion, is pointless. People like Cynthia G, you'll never get them. They have they have to go through life, man. And in my Christian walk, I've learned that you can't waste too much time on everybody. You kind of got to go through those people that seem to at least want to hear some people. You just can't get them. You can't get them right. You can't. And it ain't really got nothing to do with where they are uh, in life if they are committing a bunch of sins. Because I tell you right now, it'd be easier sometimes to talk to a, a, a thug than it would be to talk to somebody who don't commit no crimes. 
but they don't believe in God anyway. And not like they hate God or have bitterness toward God. They just don't believe in them. They believe in chakras and sage and meditation and things like that. Not saying those things can't be used and those things don't have any type of relevance, but that's just not the way. Right. And 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 you better off talking to the dude who might rob a couple stores here and there. Actually, so you have to have a spirit of discernment. And my spirit tells me that a woman like Cynthia G, she has to be shooken up. You know, and I don't want to speak bad things to her life, but I give you an example of something that would happen. She has to go through a traumatic experience where the only person that helps her is a black man, not the white man. You think is so good that you talk about on your channel like he's high and mighty, not the black woman that you go over there. You try to cater to, but a black man. Then what can you say when out of everybody it's them? Can you even it's like I ask people all the time, like if you know any celebrities, ask them, do you believe in God? Do you believe that Jesus is Lord? Can you say that you love the black man? Cynthia G, can you say out your mouth, I love black men? Because if you can't say that you, I can say right now, I love black women. I have no shame in saying that. I don't care what anybody that follows me thinks about it. If you can't say that, then why are you even a part of the conversation? This is a conversation of restoration, of healing, of, of resolution, of deliverance, of grace, of mercy, of love, of compassion. 1 Corinthians 13, love is patient. Love is patient and love is kind. We cannot take on the traumas of people that we never even met. You were not during slavery. Cynthia G is only 30 something years old. I had to learn it the hard way. I'm guilty of it. You can go listen to some of my old episodes. You can hear it in my tone, in my voice. I was taking on the pain of black men that I did not know of experiences that I personally haven't experienced. And then casting my reaction of that, which was toxic and negative, onto black women. And I could stand here as a black man, and I confidently say a black man of God, and say that that is not the way to go. And you can't get nowhere in any type of healing until you forgive. Your, your heart is overflowing with bitterness and resentment. And if you were to really think deeply about it, Cynthia G., how much of it actually is from any type of direct experience or witness? Somebody told you their side of the story and you went with it. To my knowledge, you don't even date black men. You don't do business with them. You probably don't live in a black community. Like, you know what I'm saying? Be quickly, Sister Tammy. According to Mrs. Cynthia G., Dr. King was assassinated because he was doing nothing. Talk to Malcolm him. X was assassinated because he was doing nothing. Talk to him. Mega Evers was assassinated because he was doing nothing. Fred Hampton was assassinated because he was doing nothing. That And let's talk about just those few names that he just named right there are all black men who didn't just fight for black men. They fight for black people. And not just the black people of that day and their era, but he fought for they fought for black people that they were never going to meet. When you look around right now, so many black women who do get active in different conversations, they only get active for women, gays, and themselves. Now, some of you are saying, what do you mean women and themselves? I mean women in general. When I say women, when I say themselves, I mean black women. You have so many, and then, and, and, or dead black men who aren't here anymore. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 you know, only when the police kill us. Like, no conversation that would put them in a state of accountability you see what I'm saying? So uh, when you think about it, uh, 
Because at the end of the day, talk about the black man who wasn't here during the 90s to raise his kids and this, that, and the third. When, like I said, so many of them, now you're starting to, every day you get on the internet, you see a story. Black man released from jail 30 years, found out he had nothing to do with the rape, nothing to do with the murder. So, like, so many of those black men that y'all like to talk about, it wasn't good or whatever like that, you know, was put in these bad positions anyway. But, you know, some of them were guilty. Uh, Well, what about the fact that this is just a simple fact? A, and I ain't even going to say dad or mom. Matter of fact, I'm going to just say a uh, toxic parent is always going to be more detrimental to a child than an absent one. Who raised these black boys that you're talking about? Because when I get on the Internet, I don't see black men in videos with little kids having them do crazy things like that. I see black women having the little kids do things. So who's raising these kids right now? Who's raising these kids right now? Huh? that black men have done nothing to fight back against systemic oppression not only against ourselves but against our women our children our elders and our community is and i feel like he said that really to throw a little shade because when we fight we fight for everybody when y'all fight y'all fight for yourselves and you become ungrateful and forgetful and that's the same mentality you've shown our lord you become ungrateful and forgetful to him and act like he's done nothing for you when all that meditation and chakras and sage is not why you have breath in your body. You understand what I'm saying? And, and it's the same thing y'all have done to the black man when you sit up there. Because some of y'all can say, well, we fight for ourselves because nobody's going to fight for us. Black men have, do, and will continue to fight for all of us. Well, even beyond civil rights type fights. When we go out there and we learn how to do real estate, when we have real estate classes, we don't only market them to black men. When we do seminars, we don't only market them to black men. We market them usually to all people. And when we market them to black men, we teach the black men how to love and how to treat black women and how they can help the black woman economically and all kind of other ways. Y'all do programs and all kind of stuff only for black women all the time. Absolutely ridiculous. The cemetery is filled with black men. Names we and that's so dismissive. I'm glad you said it because it's so dismissive to sit there and, and, and all these people who died trying to fight the good fight. John Lewis, well, he didn't die fighting it, but, you know, he died, though. You know what I'm saying? All these every all the mayors who opened the door for us to have a mayor, Shirley Franklin in Atlanta, uh, for us to have a mayor. Uh, uh, what's the girl who just left? Keisha uh, uh, Lance Bottoms for you to even have a Stacey Abrams that y'all trying to push up there. Who I don't want to get in her office, not because she's a black woman, because of what she stands for. You know what I'm saying? For y'all to have these things, for there to be a Kamala Harris, there had to be a Barack Obama first. When you talk about these black men. Who fought for these things? And before it be a Barack Obama, there had to be a believe it or not. I know y'all not gonna like hear, but it had to be a Jesse Jackson. Yes, there did. It had to be Martin Luther King. When you talk about these black men, and you just act like they, what they did was nothing. Like they didn't die for you. When B. Simone sat up there and disrespected Martin Luther King, all these black men talking about Martin Luther King was a cheater. He doesn't deserve to be a civil rights leader. What? Are you serious? Are you serious? That is so ungrateful and dismissive. I couldn't imagine the backlash if we just sat here and said, Rosa Parks, all she do is sit on the bus. She's nobody. I don't even ride the bus. Black women don't even ride the bus no more. They want to drive Bentleys. Why do they keep talking about Rosa Parks? Credit Scott King, she was just a she was just a wife. All my mama did was feed me and, and, and bathe me. That's it. I mean, imagine if we spoke like that, which by certain merit we technically could. But just imagine the backlash that we would get, not even from just black women. 
when Fresh and Fit said what they said about y'all, it was a lot of black men who came at them. Don't forget that. And names we don't know who gave their life for the freedom, liberation, and emancipation of African people. How can you disrespect the history of so many black men, past and present, who continue to fight? I'm sitting in a school right now that we built with all black money, four buildings that we're going to educate black men. And it's not easy to solve our problems because there's always black people in your very same community who's fighting against what you're trying to do to help it. But in addition to that, the white power structure is always waving its wand of oppression to try to sabotage anything we do. I think that the analysis of our women is too overly simplistic and in being such, it is dishonest. Mm. All right. So listening to Dr. Umar Johnson, he lays out, you know, and I won't even deal with the fact that he said that, you know, she's emotionally hurt and all of that because that's not really um, in the argument, but he's pretty much trying to say it's pointless to have conversations with somebody like Cynthia G. And I agree. But let's go to the point in which I believe he established the fact that African-American men, black men, fought for the right for Cynthia G. And y'all go y'all go on OJ Duke Jackson page on YouTube and y'all run them views up. You know what I'm saying? Don't just listen to it here. Go go give him at least, uh, you know, some some time, you know. Go, go Even be where she is today. That's something that we can never take away from black men. Mm. And let me also say this. Say we can never take that away from black women. Nope. I am here today as a black American, African American, ADOS, FBA, if you want to consider that. What I do right now is because of mm. those black men and women that came before me. Yeah. Period. Everything that I have, I owe to them. You're to, to, to God, my brother. God, black God. women or black men didn't do what they did for me is absurd. Absurd. Okay? That's the whole point, and that is what he's getting at. You have black men that are that are dead. Those people that we don't know. Do you know how many people that marched with Dr. King? He mentioned Malcolm X. A lot of black people in the black community, uh, especially those who came in the Great Migration. What about the Deacon Leonards in the black community? Um, mm. the, 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 the Deacon Robinsons, people like that at the local churches mm -hmm. that talk to young black men like myself that told me that I need to go out and be a man. I need to do things for myself that would take out young boys and teach you how to cut grass. Those young, those black men that taught young mm. black men boxing that came in and stepped in the black community when there was no father in the home or, you know, the father got killed or something like that. Same thing with black women. Like, we got to stop discounting the fact that people helped us to where we are at. And when you come with that kind of hatred that the sister Cynthia G is coming with, you're not being, you can't have positive discussions. See, that's not, our, that. I hate to say it, man, but until she get right, that's not our sister, yo. Cynthia G's message, if you listen to her messages on YouTube, which I've listened to them, these are messages that I grew up in a diverse area, but it was a predominantly white area. And I'm telling you right now, bro, we dealt with racism. I've dealt with racism in my face. We fought racism like a modern version of it. And I've never, ever, ever seen or heard any white supremacist or any racist white person ever speak the way I've heard Cynthia G and women like her and her followers speak. I've never heard some of these terms until I heard a black woman say it. Then I had to go look it up and do history and find out, oh, wait. Dang, where, how, why would they call us that? That's a word that they used to call slaves. Like I, some of these things I never even knew about until I heard a black woman use it as an insult to black men. 
And what they forget is that it wasn't just black men being called bucks and 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 and, and things of that nature and being that were so-called, quote unquote, conquered, as they like to say, which I think is one of the most disrespectful ones. It was also black women. We were, quote unquote, as you call it, conquered together. Together. Thing about me is I understand that there is a black female entitlement. I understand that black women have some of them have a problem and don't understand what's going on. But how can I ever discount black women that looked out for me? Black women that gave me uh, an encouraging word. Like uh, I, I want to give a shout out to uh, Mother Beryl at, at, at my church that inspired me to want to go ahead and go to professional school. Black women that when I wanted to be a pharmacist, black women that came and talked to me, that that, that wrote me letters of recommendation. You got to get his money now, y'all. You know what I'm saying? You can't knock him. He's trying to get his money. He's got to get his money. I'm going to skip the ad right now. To do things. I can never talk down on those kind of women because they helped me to get to where I'm at. Mm-hmm. How dare I speak against everybody in the black community, all black women like that. There are certain pockets of sisters i am always come for. But those people, absolutely not. I have what I have, and you guys have what you have because of the black men and black women yes. that were in our community that fought for us, that mm-hmm. that, that, that gave us the opportunities that we didn't have. Yep. The black people from Pritchard, Alabama, Mobile, Alabama, and the folks came from Mississippi. And- hey, y'all go check his video. I, I got to I gotta get off this uh this thing because I, I didn't even notice that this battery's going to die, and I do not want to lose another episode. Ooh, y'all don't know the struggle. I was on the beach. I recorded a good episode for y'all, too, on the beach, man, last week. I had a powerful message. I even prayed on the message, man. So, you know, the devil, he, he was working against me. I was trying to teach the men and women. The message was about um, fornication and, and the consequences of it and just all of that type of stuff, right? And, I, man, as soon as I got done, it said, oh, it would not upload. I said, man, I just spent an hour of my life yelling in front of all these people. Other people walking by the beach like, man, that guy's preaching. And, and, and just for them to, you know, to not upload the episode or whatever because of a uh, signal or whatever like that. So uh, I don't want it to cut off. So I'm going to go ahead and end the episode here. Go go check out his video. There's only about two minutes left on his video. Um, I can I can assume what he was going to finish out saying. Basically telling y'all, you know, we have to have more, give more respect to our elders. That's a very disrespectful and disingenuous and dismissive and dishonorable and, and just a whole bunch of other disses. Um, what Cynthia G and black women like her have been doing now. And it's about time we called them out and say, hey, you're going to keep our our elders and our leaders and the people who have fought for us name out your mouth. You want to talk about future? You want to talk about me? You want to talk about anybody that's alive right now? Cool. But you're going to keep these dead black men named out your mouth. Straight up. Straight up. I should not go into the white community and see they have more respect for Martin Luther King than you. See, they have more respect for Malcolm X than you. A white man told me to read the Malcolm X autobiography. Now, it was a black man who told me at first, but randomly, a white man was like, you know, you should check out the Malcolm X. I was like, I already read it. I actually own the book. I got it in my house. He was like, oh, okay, good. You guys disrespected him. You disrespect all these people. You disrespect Christ. You disrespect everybody. You you know what I'm saying? Like, let's talk about. No, I ain't gonna go there because that's gonna be me disrespecting. See how you, you see you can't you no know, you can't get too caught up, man. Don't don't sin because someone else has sinned against you. You know what I'm saying? You can't allow yourself to fall into these things. And I'm still a work in progress. And God has been good to me, and He's gonna be good to anybody who actually. Um, 
could submit to that and 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 just stop trying to be God. Get out your own way, you know. And it sounds like women like Cynthia G are in their own way, and that's why, you know, there's no real, there's no real nothing that comes from what they do. It's just a bunch of people sitting in a circle like I hate these people. And I want to go get this person and they don't get those people half the time because those people are smart enough to not get involved. You know what I'm saying? And meanwhile, you know, who you think you're not you think you're too good for is actually about as good as you're going to get. And everybody just needs to just shut up sometimes and just have some love, some compassion. I mean, the bare minimum, you could at least have some respect and stop being so ungrateful and dismissive to what people did before you that allow you to sit there and be so ungrateful and dismissive and allow you to sit there and, and be so disrespectful on a consistent basis. Because if any man, black or white, was to speak like Cynthia G does about a whole group of people and it's and it was women on, you know, on a, on a, on a vice versa tip, that man's channel would have been obliterated by now. OK, you would have no chance. They delete every channel Tommy Sotomayor puts up. They delete every. Ch- Look at that. What's that? What's that white dude that's in trouble right now? His name Andrew Tate. I, ain't, I don't really know much about him, but I believe he's in a lot of trouble right now. I seen they, they kind of get him murdered out here. But you got Cynthia G, her channel, you know, same channel from 10 years ago, like. And she talks about killing babies, get rid of a whole group of people. I mean, this is this is this is some Nazi talk. This is like a Holocaust, like trying to get rid of a whole group of people because you don't like them. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we got to we got to you know, I'm glad that Dr. Umar Johnson, you know, he talked to her the way he talked to her because she can't really use it against him. I'm pretty sure if I go on her channel right now, she probably got some video going in on him and talking about him, making fun of him or something like that. But. You know, we, 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 you know, at some point we're going to have to just let that group of black women be alone and, and just, just, just completely exclude them from the group completely. You know, don't involve them in conversations. Let them have their channels. Let them have their corner of the Internet because that's where they thrive. They don't do any of this in real life. They only can do it in little small ways. They're not bold enough to do it in the real world. You know what I'm saying? They're not. They're just, you know, it's just all talk. It's like a chihuahua that barks at you until you open the gate. And you look at it and you're and not like saying, let's go book on black women. Like, yeah, what's up? You was talking all this stuff on the Internet. No, but you you just don't really hear this off the Internet. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they, they make a face. They might say something, but they don't get like that. You know what I mean? And I don't even think it's because they scared like on some gangster or something like that. But I just mean like they just they're just it's just an Internet thing for the most part. You know, without the Internet, they don't they don't stand a chance in a so-called gender war. You know what I'm saying? Because every single time somebody slap them beside the head, they're going to turn to the first black man they see regardless. It don't matter what they think about them. They're going to turn to them real quick. So it's your boy Tommy via Raw Sex, and I'm out. You know, I hope that if I did come off a little judgmental, Lord, forgive me. I didn't mean to come off judgmental. If I did come off like I was being rude or anything, I'm sorry. I was not trying to be rude to anybody or disrespect anybody, but it's just... It's just, it's time, you know, it's just time. It's your boy Tommy via Raw Sex and I'm out.